I'm not gonna be the best ever. I just want to get the worst as low as possible. And I think that's that's the motivation that you know you everybody is getting worse. Everybody. And the question is only if you wanna do it fast or slow. Hi, Louis here. It's been a while, huh? Two weeks. I think that was the longest break in swapping shoes since the beginning. And to be honest, all that happened was I felt a little bit not motivated to edit. I still had a few talks, a couple of them actually, but I was not so motivated to sit in front of my computer and edit while the weather was really good outside and I couldn't be training, jumping them walls. But hey, I'm back here. And today on Swapping Shoes, I had the honor to talk with Ramon Siegenhaller, very OG practitioner from Munsingen, Switzerland. He's one of the founders of Parkour One, one of the biggest parkour schools in the world. And at his 38 years old, he's been practicing parkour for 21 years. He is an incredible athlete, very passionate coach, and I'm very proud to have him as a guest. Once he is a little bit different from everyone else that has been on this podcast. We talked about swap issues, we talked about motivation, how he started training the history of parkour in Munsingen, his first experiencing lease back in 2003 when he trained with David Bell. What else did we talk about? We talked about so many great things and I hope that you guys are gonna really enjoy. So this is swap issues with Ramon Singenhaler. Thank you and we're gonna start now. Hello Ramon, how are you man? Welcome to Swapping Shoes. Yeah, hello uh, Luis, yeah, I'm fine. I was training in the morning and now I have a weekend, so I'm fine. Nice, what were you training now? Were you giving classes or just training? No, it was just for me training with the two guys from Bern uh, in a calisthenics park, a little bit strength training. Mm. Just easy, easy movement. No yes. parkour movement? Of course, yes. Al- always parkour movement in the, in the beginning and then in the end a little bit strength training. Well, what, what's the goal of, the, of this post- podcast? Um, wow. Man, this is all about you, it's not about me. Why are you asking me okay, questions? <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah, it's, it, I don't know if you have been listening to the other episodes of Swapping Shoes. Uh, the idea that we have with the Arch Club is to create a community hub where a lot of the of thoughts and uh, cultural subjects and content of parkour is put together into this one, yes. one platform that is called the Arch Club. The podcast, Swapping Shoes, yeah. is about the exchange of shoes. I'm, I'm talking to you, asking about your life as a parkour uh, athlete, a parkour lover, practitioner, coach. Yeah. And this is going to be put out there on Spotify and other yeah. um, platforms. And people can listen oh, nice. to it. And they, like anyone can listen. And a lot of people have been listening. And they can take their, like they can learn from it. They can just get to know you better. So okay. it's, it's a... Oh, nice. It's, it's been going well because we've been talking to yeah. all these people that are very passionate about parkour, except Kai Willis. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kai is also passionate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know him. <laughs> and uh, people have been um, 
just sharing their thoughts and their heart uh, with words and it's it's really great it's also been working a lot as a therapy to yeah. me because i get to listen yeah. to all these different types of ideas and perspectives and i stop thinking that mine is the correct one so you know that's, that's oh, nice i like that that's cool uh, but yeah, this is perfect. all about that's you nice. nothing to do with me from the beginning to the end today <laughs> okay so okay Ramon, where you now? I stopped the question. I I only answer. <laughs> I am at home. In Munsingen. At home, uh, Munsingen. It's uh, Switzerland. It's uh, maybe 15 kilometers from the capital city, Bern. And uh, yeah, it here is uh, perfect weather. Maybe you see the mountains. Ah, uh, yes, man. Fuck. Yeah. And um, yeah, I live since 38 years here in Switzerland. And I never lived... Uh, the town. <laughs> I was always in the same place. Uh, how old are you now? 38? <laughs> 38. Okay. Yes. So born and raised in the same city, Munsingen, from the beginning. Yeah, actually, actually, I was born in, uh, in Bangalore, mm -hmm. India. Yeah. Uh, but I was ad adopted, was uh, one year, mm -hmm. almost one year. And then I came to Switzerland. And um, since then, I, I'm here. And I only know that this, the Swiss um, language and the Swiss culture. I don't I don't know about India. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just I'm just black. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> never actually I'm Swiss, a Swiss guy. <laughs> <laughs> You've never you're just Ramon. Well, you never been to to India? No, never. Ooh. Do you f For me it India is yeah. Do you feel like there is uh any like a genetic thing connecting you to India somehow like um Liking spicy food, for example, mm. or being very good in hospitality. I don't know. Something India that is in your personality, genetically. I, I, I think the only thing is, is that, I'm, that I'm fast. <laughs> I'm running. Because all the other stuff, like I hate eating um, rice and hot stuff, <laughs> like spicy stuff. I don't like um, the hot weather. Um, yeah. I think it's just just uh, fast running. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no nature. We're not influenced by nature. Everything you learn in life is just through your childhood and through the experiences you have in life. I, I think yes. Uh, may, maybe there is a maybe a, a talent you you get from the from the birth. I don't know. And then through training, you you can um, make it bigger, but. I think everything I, I did in my life that I, I reach in my life is uh, because I, I um, trained. And, yeah. mm -hmm. Maybe you have a talent from the birth. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like catching a ball or... But it's just a talent. If you don't train, then you have nothing. So I think... I don't think I have anything in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the genetic... It's everything yeah. is, is uh, learning yeah, by doing. Cool. Um, what a lot of people don't know is that the, the parkour scene in your town, in Munsingen, is a very important scene for the whole world, for whole Europe. And we, we, it's very not talked about. Um, that, so I want to learn about this, this town story on parkour through your uh, experience and through your career. 
So when did you start training again? I know this story, we talked about it, yeah. but I want you to share this with other people. So, yeah. Um, I started training in the year 2000, and I was 17 years old. And I was uh, really like a, a competitor. For me, it was everything was a competition. In handball, basketball, I want to be the best. And then my neighbor, uh, Roger, um, he saw a, a clip on... I think uh, mm -hmm. television about uh, David, and then he was training outside. And after three uh, months, three four months, he asked me if I join him for training. And I asked what training, <laughs> and he said le parkour, and I didn't know what parkour is. And then um, I was training with him, and yeah, so I started. And then after three years, um, we go to to Lis to meet the guys. We didn't know where they are, just just Liz. And we thought, yeah, when, when they train, they, they leave um, mm -hmm. uh, Trace, uh, right? Yeah. And maybe we uh, will find them. And after a while, we really find them and uh, then we train with, it, with them. And it was like jump, not jumping around, just, just hanging uh, and at the walls and quadrupedy and conditioning stuff. And for me, it was like, uh, that's not really mm -hmm. the way I want to train. It's too hard. <laughs> and uh, I never forget that David said to me, if you can't do a muscle up, I don't mm -hmm. have to go back um, to friends again. So that was like a, a click moment. Uh, and I realized now we have to train really hard. Mm -hmm. And so we go back to, to uh, Münzingen. And since then, we um, shared uh, the passion of, of the old OT, the OT spirit of training really hard, always outside. And that's in Münzingen. And that was the first uh, class, I think, in the whole Europe. Um, and since then, since 2005, we have classes every Wednesday and Sunday mm -hmm. at Münzingen with 30 people. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of people who wow. are training now for 12 years at our classes. And that's yeah, amazing. that's the short story. Wasn't it like a, like a little bit uh, too harsh for you, too authoritarian, the idea that David Bell said, oh, if you can do a climb up, you don't have to come back to, fr to France. Yeah, of uh, course, it, it was hard, but it, actually it was only the, you know, if you, if you are in school, the teacher say, says to you, um, if you don't learn now, maybe you can um, you cannot do this in in ten years, or you have you need it in five years. And in, in this moment, he said to me, "Now you can do this now, and if you can do this now, mm -hmm. so so you have to learn." It was like the consequence was right now, and not in not talking about in two or three years. Mm. And that was a total different um, experience. And what did you feel when you were training with them at that moment? Were you like, this is not the fun parkour I'm looking for? Or is there going to be a moment that we're going to start jumping? How, do you remember the exact <laughs> feeling you had on that yes. moment? Yes. They told me um, if I don't uh, train the legs and uh, conditioning stuff, then I, maybe I can jump four meters uh, drop, but not ten times. And then I destroy it and then I, I'm injured. So I really have to to do the the strength and conditioning training. Um, yeah, 
for a prepared body for all the jumps and that was for me it was like like okay now i get it i have to um yeah change my training mm. very cool and this philosophy is very put into the parkour one philosophy right the one that you guys have right now yeah and it's crazy like parkour one is a really big school not a lot of people are talking about the importance of parkour one can you tell me a little bit of parkour one yeah uh, parkour one um the idea was um all, all together like the musketeer like all for one and one for all and because when we started um with with workshops and um uh, some events the big companies came to us and uh, asked yeah for how much money you will do this event and they asked maybe Bern and hamburg and uh, berlin and then they pick up the guys who did it for the for the easiest uh, for the, uh, the cheapest price yeah for the cheapest uh, money mm -hmm. and then we said yeah that's not i think it yeah we have to do it like all together and it doesn't matter which one they ask they came always the same response and mm -hmm. um so that was the idea to to connect our our um groups ah okay okay i see so parkour one was uh they were different groups together that yeah. all had the same name no in the beginning it was uh, so the first group was Pekka Münzingen parkour Münzingen mm -hmm. in Swiss, in Switzerland mm -hmm. and then um we realized there are people in in Berlin and in Munich who train also parkour we didn't know them then we go i think 2004 or 5 we got we uh, was in, in Germany to meet the guy and then we feel felt that they have exactly the same um mindset the berlin guys came from the chamakazi they mm -hmm. always say hello to with with this one and we was uh, <laughs> from david like the handshake like this one with the finger. ah so you were the t and they were the the yes. wrist yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but um we we felt that that's the the same spirit so maybe we can work together and then after the, also was parkour uh, i think the name of parkour was uh, L'Art du Déplacement Berlin, ADD, mm -hmm. yeah. ADD Berlin, and was Parkour mm -hmm. Münzingen, and there was Parkour Stuttgart. And then we decided, okay, mm -hmm. we have to pick the one name, Parkour One, and then it was Parkour One Berlin, Parkour One Stuttgart, Parkour One Bern. Ah, nice. So, yeah. That's very cool. So they, you got all this, like, this German uh, area, like, yeah. of... Uh, of Europe all together into one group like coordinating yeah. the jobs and the classes and now you are a fucking crazy school right yes we have a really lot of of, of students yeah like, how many students uh, kids? you have oh i don't know I, i think we have ooh, i have no idea I, i think it's too much we have uh i think eight or nine kids class with 24 people Uh, then we have the the regular classes like um, like seven classes with thirty people. Um, I think three four hundred students. All uh, only, in just in, only in Switzerland. Only Switzerland. Yeah, and then we have mm. Berlin. Also, I think it's I don't know the, the <laughs> numbers. <laughs> so this and this is all 
outdoor training, no gyms. Yes, no gym. We was never inside um, because in the beginning they told us if, if it's raining, you can't, you can't say, ah, sorry, I have to wait, the, the rail is wet, I didn't train that. Um, in emergency, so we was always outside, um, even now. But of course, and, and now with the new possibilities to train, like the, the parkour parks, or maybe you have a, a gym or um, a calisthenics park, it's also an opportunity to train. But with the classes, mm -hmm. we are always outside, doesn't matter which, which weather we have. And that wow. So even if it's raining, if it's wet, if, you feel, yeah. if you're wet, you still train? Yes. Yeah, it's no raining. Um, we was always outside, yes. <laughs> with every with every classes, they are six six years old or forty years old. We are always outside. Yeah, that's really crazy. And like, who who was in that school that is still like training a lot nowadays? Do you know like one of these people who are training hardcore? Do is there any name? Um. I think we have we don't have uh, this kind of of student because we um, we teach like um, the modesty. It's one value, modesty. You have to be modest, and the most mm. of the guys we have really really big talent and really uh, yeah, a few athletes they do crazy stuff. But from the from the mindset they are like modest. They're like I don't care about Instagram. I don't care. I, I just want to train. I just want to move and. Um, yeah, we we have we have a guy. He he started with with six six years old by me, and now he's seventeen, mm -hmm. and he's incredible. It's just like I don't know in in five or six years, then it's yeah. He's still training. Yes, of course, yeah. Wow, what's his name? Leon. We have a few. Leon. Yeah, we have. A I think I met him. Yeah, we have few of them. We have a uh, Lucas. He started with twelve. Now he's twenty five. Um, we have, yeah, see, you have yeah. The students for a very long time. You, they, they are growing up with yes. you. Yes. What are like you were telling me about the modesty? Yeah. Can you explain me again these uh, the five um, values? The five, of yes. Parkour? Yeah, I think now they are a little bit changed, but it's uh, more difficult. But I can explain the the, the classic one. That's uh, like the, the thumb is like um, that you have no competition. You don't judge like you are good or that that was good, that was bad. Um, the feedback is coming always from the ground, directly, bam. And it mm -hmm. was always your fault. Then you have uh, this one. So be, be careful because this only... The index finger yeah, is be careful. Because that's the body, that's only what you have. If you just destroy that, it's finished. Mm -hmm. Then the middle finger is like okay. um, the most of the people, they hold it like this. It's disrespect disrespectful. Yes, yes. We mean it the other way. So we have to uh, be respect the the environment. We have to respect the the um, the, the friends that you train with them. Um, so we have to mm -hmm. yeah be be careful also. And this one, um, is the I don't know the name in English. Yeah, the ring finger. Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course. Um, it's uh, like the relationship. Um, it's trust. Mm -hmm. Trust uh, maybe in a friend who train or maybe uh, trust in yourself. You have to know what you can mm -hmm. and what you can't. And this one, the small, the little one, um, you you can train 20 or 30 years and um, there is al always more um, obstacle that you don't can overcome that you, al uh, that you already did. 
So you are never the greatest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're always still the small one. No, that's very nice. Yeah. So, thumb, no judgment, no competition, no good or bad. Index, take care of yeah. your body because you're only two. Middle finger, yeah. respect to the environment, to the people around, to the whole road. Uh, yes. Ring finger, trust the relationship between you and yourself and you and others. And middle finger, yeah. there's always a new challenge oh. and everyone knows something that you don't know. So, yeah. it's modesty. It's like modesty. Yes. Modesty. Nice, very and, nice. And the last one is like the, the fist, if you connect all together, Mm -hmm. It's like um, you understand everything. It's like um, uh, you have to courage. You have mm -hmm. to courage you that you take your life in your hands and you do it um, like a, a dis yeah decide what you want and what you yeah. don't want. Yeah, that's very cool. Is a is a thought that I have because most part of the people who I talk to in this podcast um, they are like this more progressive type of parkour uh, athletes or they have a personality yeah. in the community that is more related to the to the fast-paced evolution together with internet yeah. and competitions and events and being very good or very famous having lots of yeah. followers or not having lots of followers you know and talking to you is to me really refreshing and ex and inspiring because you are 38 or 39 years old now so Th 30, 38 yes you're 38 years old um you're a very modest guy you are what you. a lot of people would call purist and you live a completely different type of parkour to what all these other people are living. You have your own community there in Munising and you have all these students that you're, they're growing up with you as like their mentor, their role model. And you teach parkour with, you teach value through parkour and you make your living. So you have, you, you have this parkour is your job, right? You do, just do that. Yes. For how long? Yeah, since, you, since, since 2006, yeah. The only thing you do is just teach parkour in a very expensive yeah. place as Switzerland. <laughs> yes. So, like, the point of, like, this, what I'm saying is, we are always trying to create this big, strong economy of parkour through being viral, creating competitions, events, clothing, all this type of stuff. And we are completely forgetting that parkour on its own has its value, That is all the values, the discipline and the training. And you are one person who is able to live out of it. Um, because you, you just you put on the, the rope around your neck and you're like, I fucking love this shit, man. It's super cool. And I can yeah. just spread my value. And I'm sure that people are keen to pay for it. And they're going to yeah. be there and do it. Um, I think you, you said before, like, I teach parkour. I, I know... Um, I think teaching is it's not um, the right word because of course I'm I'm a teacher like, but I think I'm I'm living I just live in parkour I just move and I learn and I fail and but I think I I don't ha um, I have to live it and then the other guys will follow if they want but I I for me I cannot um, teach like a a jump 
I can I can only show them how I do it. And maybe they do it the same or different, um, but they have to do his own... Um, they have to find out on their own, they have to discover. Yeah, they have to discover and they have to make the um, experience by them by the, by themselves because they have to commit. You know, to you can, yeah, I know. You can you can talk about parkour. I think twenty four in seven days <laughs> all the time. But I don't like to talk. That's that's the right the reason why I don't listen any podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, I know. It's for me. It's like it's nice to hear, but. After 10 minutes, it's like, okay, now I have to move. <laughs> I have to, even now, even now, you know, the, you see, here, there, there is a rail. There. Yeah. Actually, I know you I, have a really beautiful setup in your garden. Yes. It is beautiful view yes. over the Swiss Alps and a nice parkour setup. It's amazing. Man, one yes. of the best memories I have from the, the summer, two years ago, the last summer before COVID, was I was sitting yeah. down. Uh, I was, I don't know if I was training, I was in Bern and then I came back to Munsingen and I went to your house, yeah. but no one was in your house yet. Um, yeah. so, and I didn't have the key. So I went to this garden that you have, like, um, uh, yeah. not, not yeah. the parkour structures, the top one that has all the trees and a little bench. Yeah. And I was yeah. reading there for maybe like three hours. And it mm -hmm. was like such a peaceful moment of my life. I love your house. It's so cool. Yeah. Really, really. Thank nice you. House. Yeah, you are welcome. You can always come and uh, read books. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and eat chocolate. Oh, that chocolate you've given us was yeah. so good also. Yeah, I can send you if you want. <laughs> Thank you so kind. <laughs> uh, but okay, we're talking about moving, and this is a crazy thing too. You are such a parkour addict, man. What a geek. You, it's incredible. Yes, thank you. And you are 38 years old. You've been training for 21 years, yes. and you're still passionate, motivated, and you're really strong, and you're really good. Thank you. Um, where does this come from, and what is the magic trick? <laughs> what is the magic potion you're drinking? Chocolate? Yeah. Yes. That's the, that's that's really. I eat everyday chocolate. Um, no, I think I think um, that it comes from the from the childhood when I was um, in the school. It was uh, really difficult because uh, at 1990 in, in Switzerland in Münzingen, there was not uh, a lot of black people, so I was one of the first, and uh, it was really hard because I was the the chocolate guy, the little black one, the the Negro. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are a child, you it was really hard, and then I have to get the respect from the from the others, and I've I realized that I have a talent in in sport, like all all the sport um, with hand with with a ball, like handball, basketball, um, and then I realized if I'm better than the others, I have the respect, <laughs> and so I want to be the the best of in everything. Because uh, a handball trainer said to me once, um, there is, there comes always a guy, um, and is better than the others, and uh, told me, mm -hmm. yes, I want to be exactly this guy, who is coming, and will be better. So that's the reason why I'm always want to move. It doesn't matter which which kind of sport. And then when I start with parkour, I realized mm, maybe it's not good if you if you um, work against the others. Um, in sport, it's normal. That's sport. It's a game. Mm -hmm. But in parkour, it's really, really dangerous. And 
So I get a total different mindset. Um, and now I know in, in sports there is a time that you are really on the, on the peak, you are really, really good. And then you are finished with 38 or 40. Maybe you can be a coach or just, yeah, you, of course you can do a little bit football, but not on a high level. Um, and so I realized really um, early that I'm not going to be the best ever. I just want to get the worst as low as possible. That's what I uh, said to you in the, in the last Zoom meeting. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the motivation that you know you, everybody is getting worse. Everybody. And mm -hmm. the question is only if you want to do it fast or slow. And um, <laughs> yeah. And I, Everybody's I want, getting worse. <laughs> yes. <the question. laughs> and for me, um, the motivation that, that I, can't, I can't explain. It's like I stand up since yeah, 21 years and I want to move. I want to jump on a wall. It doesn't matter if it's raining or not. Um, it's just a feeling inside. And I think that you can learn. But um, the most of the guys, they say, yeah, okay, now today it's raining, I go, uh, I go inside and do push-ups. It's also nice. It's also a good training. But actually, for me, it doesn't matter if it's raining or not. It's uh, just because, you know, the muscle, they don't care. It's just the mind. Yeah. And of course, I, I did a lot of, um, I watch a lot of the motivation, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger videos and all this <laughs> stuff. And actually, they, they but are... But I don't think you need it. Yeah. Yeah, no, in, the, in, in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, I needed, but um, it was I just I think every every really famous guy, um, they have all the same mindset. So I think it's not nothing wrong with that. Um, just don't 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 believe the naysayers. Just do it. If somebody says you can't do it, then you go out and do it. Yeah, that's from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or don't listen to the naysayers. To the, to the guy who always say, you can't do this, you can't do this, and um, just go forward. All, all the, all the, the stupid uh, mm -hmm. motivation quotes are actually true because it's so easy. Be yeah, you yeah. don't have to, to wait on the, for the possibilities. You, you create the possibilities. If, if you want to be famous, I think it's, you can do it, but you have mm -hmm. to work for it. And the most of the guy, they just, just wait. <laughs> and you know, in parkour, if you wait, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to do, you have to go and do it. How is your body nowadays? Uh, actually, I feel really, really good. I, I think I was never um, like um, strength like, like now. Um, of mm -hmm. course, I'm not, not um, maybe yes. Okay. When, when I run 100 meters, I'm still fast. But I think with 22, I was really fast because I was playing handball. But mm -hmm. if you, if you um, would do like uh, in FIFA, the, the set card with the, mm -hmm. you know, with yeah, the, yeah. the skills. The stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there is, at the moment, it's uh, better than, than ever, than before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, you train a lot. You train really hard. Yeah, I train. Actually, I train every day. Of course, you have a rest day, but then I do a little bit uh, balance stuff. Or, but <laughs> I train every day. Yes. Do you do you lift also? You have a, like a little gym in your house, right? Yes. You lift weights. Um, yeah, the first uh, I lift weights since two years. Mm -hmm. Before never because 
I always said, no, I don't need it. I just body weight training. It's, it's okay. And then I realized, okay, when I want to um, jump farther or maybe to, uh, yeah, if, if you have an injury and you have to come back, then you, you need, you need the stuff. Of course, you yeah. can do it outside with a stone, but yeah. if, if you have, yeah, if you have, if you have a, like, um, yeah, a chair which was built ac exactly for that, then why you don't use it? So, it's <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's very nice. Very cool. Um, and you, oh, when you were explaining before about your your uh, upbringing of parkour, how you grew up into the mindset that you have right now. You are separating sports from parkour. You don't think that parkour is a sport? What is it for you? In the beginning, the guys, they, they do, I think it's nothing. It, it was just conditioning, jumping, something new. And for us, it was, um, it was like, like a mindset. It's not a sport. But now, um, like all the others, like snowboarding, skating stuff, uh, they changed and I think parkour will become a, a sport. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Okay, but well, they can be both, right? It can be a sport that has all this yeah. lifestyle, this mindset, all of this together. I'm quite sure it will get to this point. Yeah, because, you know, when we start with, with training, there was the goal was always you have to train because you want to train the next 60 or 70 years. That was always the mindset. And mm -hmm. now... Um, when all the, 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 the skill competition or the events or maybe Olympi Olympia 2028, um, the, the, the guys realize <laughs> now maybe I can move for, for 20 years on a really high level and I can earn money and I can be a world champion, all the stuff, and then it's finished. And I think this mindset will come maybe in five or ten years. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it's like a sport, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but some people can live like that and some people can be like us too, you know? I say us because I'm, I think that I have more your mindset that I want to really be training for a very, yeah. very long time. Uh, but I, I, I like to see people taking parkour as a sport too because I want to see what crazy people can do, you know? I, I want to know yeah. what is the next crazy idea yeah. of Ed yeah. Scott or something but, like but that. But you know, you know if, I, if <laughs> I'm like, like Bruce Lee, like all the, the karate stuff, there's so many crazy people outside on the like uh, maybe they on a tournament or you you see videos uh, on Instagram but you know every everybody knows the really hard ones they are in the like the Shaolin guys in the mountains nobody knows them but you know <laughs> there are the, the, the craziest one and the think I think that's the same that's the same in parkour yes. in the, in the future there you have all the, the famous guys but um the OTs, the OTs. Yeah, there's always going to be the, the yes. real ones that are like just training on the yeah. crazy spot, not going to competitions and stuff, but they're just like training yeah. hard, very strong. It's always going to be like this, man. It's like yeah. nowadays it's like this. The the most followed parkour guys on Instagram and YouTube, they are far like really yeah. not the best. They are yeah. so not the best still. And like they are great, of course. But yeah, I think I, I actually I, I really like to 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 look at the videos and to um, let me in inspired from the new techniques and um yeah it's for me it's yeah, yeah. it's really nice but i for me actually i don't want to go to a competition because i don't need somebody who's telling me i'm good or i'm bad because actually <laughs> I, 
It's yeah. not the part because Korean actually, I don't know if it's arrogant to say yes if somebody asks you or tell, tells you, "Hey man, you are good," and then you say, "Yeah, no." Um, <laughs> is it? I <laughs> know that's that's arrogant, but actually, it is. It's the mindset of a tracer. You don't. You know what you can do, and what you can't do. It's 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 nice if somebody say that, but mm-hmm. they don't know how how many hours you train, how many jumps you do you did. So for me, when I'm going yeah. to, to Ninja Warrior, I don't like to to be judged from from two guys who never did a jump. So <laughs> yeah, I understand. What you I mean. I like the course. I like the course to to maybe to do the stuff, but I don't like the the system with all the, the yeah. It's for me. It's yeah, too yeah. much American style. I see what you mean. All right. Thank you, Ramon. Ramon, there is a one part of the swapping shoes that is called a tic tac. I will give you two options, and yeah. then you have to pick your favorite one of them. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So, small group or big gems? Small group. Coffee or tea? That's hard on. I drink both every day. Um, tea. <laughs> Dive Kong or running pre? Dive Kong. Strides or plyos? Plyos. Morning or evening training? Morning. David Bell or Sebastian Fulkan? David. Daniel Ilabaka or Vorslav? Danny Ilabaka. <laughs> All right, and that's it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Very secure of your answers, except from the coffee and tea. But I was not expecting you to pick a, yeah. a David Bell rather than because Sebastian Fukan. No, I thought you were going to go you know, for Fukan. Um, if not because he's black, not because he's black, but because he's in the community. Yes. And David Bell has just been in the community on like early 2000s, a little yes, bit. Yes, that's true. Actually, I have more contact to, to, to Sebastian, yes. And I talk much more to, to Sebastian. But... I think if if you look, if David doesn't start with all that, nobody will. Yeah. Would you say so? Yes. Maybe. What, what? Maybe it's another one. Maybe another one was. But people were doing not... it already, and yeah. where in the Yamakazes they were kind of doing it already too. It was not like David Bell was the pioneer. Pioneer. They were just kids that played around. No. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think um, of course you can say like Jackie Chan or like um, what's the name uh, the guy of the Soro movies in nineteen thirty. Ah yeah, yeah, no. You, you know mean. the guy? Yeah, I yeah. don't know his name. But um, yeah, I think the movement is, is was always there, but for me, I was the first time I was in list. It was David who tells me if you can't do this, you don't have to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think. If for me it's if David didn't do that, I think yeah he changed your life. Asking for a yes. climb up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that man told me that if I couldn't climb this wall, I don't have to come back. And that changed my life forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My 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 first mentors they they used to like in training parkour they. They used to be really harsh to me on talking too much on training, yeah. saying swear words, hanging on the wall and not climbing, yeah. and being loud on every jumping and stuff. 
and that hooked me to parkour, man. I felt like I was training to be a ninja. Like, okay, I, I'm, I was ready for it. Yeah. My, I was yeah. being called. Finally, that's what the universe <laughs> put me here for. And <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, I like that. Nice. But then I got drunk with flips and stuff, you know, flips. So we started to give me more attention. And I was like, hey, I want to do flips too. <laughs> Um, but it was good. It was just that's a, that's a, nice, nice phases. That's a big topic. Yeah. Why is why is that a big topic? With the flips. <laughs> what do you think? You know, I think that it was ten years ago. It was really, really a, a bore in Switzerland. <laughs> but you know, actually, it's yeah, it's it's nice if you can do it. It's yeah. nice if you don't do it. It's also nice. <laughs> People do what they want to do. <laughs> if they spend their time training flips, they spend less time training other stuff that you spend more trying time training than flips too, you know? So we have everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exploring around as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the beginning, there was David is also training uh, flipping stuff in the, in the gym. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was in Switzerland, it was really like a big, big war um, in the beginning, if you... Okay, it's good. Hello, Silvana. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> okay, it's good. She, she, is, she, is, she is working. It's good. Um, so, okay, yes, in Switzerland they have, um, like, in the beginning, if you, if you did a a flip, mm -hmm. that's not yeah. parkour. Uh, yeah, and now it's really like open. If you if you want to do it, it's okay. But in our classes, I don't I don't want to um, teach that stuff because first I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> not so good, and second I think it's too much. Um, yeah, if I think you learn this stuff better inside, mm -hmm. and then you go out, um, because I don't know nobody who. Did his first flip on a on a on a like a stone, maybe on a like grass? <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. Well, it's. I think. I think that flips are really good training for your body and for your mind. One of these days, I I trained acro uh, with my girlfriend in the park. Yep. And my body was destroyed the day after. I was like, oh my god, it has been a while since I didn't train flips and stuff. Yeah. And I realized I want to put it back to my training regimen. Like, you know, I want to do this more often because I don't want to feel so... If, if it made me so sore, it means that it's working myself out. And yeah. I also think that helps with spatial awareness and stuff. I think yeah. it's, it's quite nice. Not my yeah. thing to be doing flips on the hard ground because I'll be honest that I, I felt uh, the difference from my body, how much uh, training flips on hard floor and doing them uh, regularly how much it was affecting my body. And when I stopped doing flips, I realized how much less uh, destructive my training was, how, how much better I was feeling with like all the joints and stuff like this. It was really like completely different. And mm. so I, I will stick to no, no flips on hard ground or the least possible. But the training on the grass, on the gym, very good for your body. Yeah, so perfect. For I me, think it feels it, really good. Yeah, for me too. Um, but for me, it's like it's like playing around. I I, I like to 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 
to try some flip stuff, but I actually I I like more to do one hundred climb ups. It's for me. It's <laughs> what it's, is the what is your record on hundred climb ups in time? In time, I never I never stopped in, but I maybe I can uh-huh. I can take the time now. Yeah, you should try. I want I want to know. Yeah. Do you think you can do in less than half an hour, thirty minutes? Yes, I think yes. Because it's like a normal wall, not not like a rail. Yeah, 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 like yeah normal, normal. On the wall, yes, yes. <laughs> nice, okay. Please do. I want to see. I think yes. I can. Yeah, I can. Yes, that's a nice goal. <laughs> Because we did, we we did, we did once um, thousand push-ups, thousand uh, um, uh, yeah. sit-ups, and one hundred one hundred planche uh, muscle-ups on a rail. Yeah, yeah, in five hours. Yeah, <sighs> and then you did a move for yeah. three months after. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's cool. You know, it's actually it's even even our our the best athletes in in the world now. It's nothing if you compare with the with the sheet drivers. They they sitting on the wall for five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I I sit on the wall maybe thirty minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So. <laughs> But I will, yeah, I will do, do it. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. I want to see. The, the, the I challenge, wanna yes. I want to see, yeah. So, okay. One, 100 climb-ups on the wall yeah. under 30 minutes. Or yeah, under 30 minutes. minutes. And uh, no over-grip. Uh, normal grip. Not like over-grip, like this, that you can grab with your finger. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just yeah, normal yeah. grip. Like flat. Yeah, flat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I want to see that. All right, Ramon. Thank you very much. Yeah. Shopping shoes is usually like a short yeah, por- no podcast, never over one hour. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Okay, perfect. And I can't wait to put this out there. Thank Good you. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Thank you, thank you. And if you can come to Switzerland in the end of of the year, eighteen eight the eighteenth of December will be really nice because of the project. Mm-hmm. You know. Omasho Parkour, and um, we have the the five hour strength training. Then, when is that? It's 18th December. Yes. And the the video is gonna come out there. The movie is gonna come out there. The the, the goal is to to show the movie maybe a two days earlier, mm-hmm. on a, in the cinema of Bern, and mm-hmm. then we have to invite all, a lot of the guys, and you too, you also. And then two days later, we have the five-hour strength training. Uh, that will be awesome if the guys there on the on the project, yeah. they join us. Man, I would love to. I will put this in my, my agenda already. I would love to. It sounds really good. Yeah, I, I hope it works with the whole Corona shit. But ah, come on, it's until December. Yeah. It might be fine. I think it's gonna yeah. be okay. Okay. All right. So have a good yo, day. Thank you very much. Huh? Thank you. Thank you very much. For thank your you time. too. Yeah. Thank you for joining. I hope you guys have enjoyed. And don't forget to follow Ramon on his Instagram. And we are Club if you haven't yet. If you'd like to support the swapping shoes and all the projects of the Arch Club, you can click on the donate button down below. Well, better than ads, you know, because imagine if I had ads here, like ads on like uh, supplements or a nice clothing or like Skillshare or Squarespace. I don't want to put that here, man. So please support us. I will see you later. Ciao, ciao.